ha <laughs> yeah. Let's hand things over to that stupid motherfucker Eric Chiafalo to give us this week's L Takers and Dub Makers. On and off the field, no one is safe. Biggest L, biggest dub. Oh yeah, it is about that time. But some nosebleed seats to show everyone can afford to listen to Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chiafalo, and it's about that time. For some biggest L, biggest dub. Man, gosh, I'm excited. It's been forever. Dude, it's been so long. We've just been consumed by football, football, football. Yeah, we really have. <coughs> and I actually looked. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I just had a little bit of a frog in my throat. Yeah, I imagine. 420! Um, Man, it was, I looked back, October 2nd was the last time we did one of these Jeez, things. October 2nd? I mean, it feels like it's been forever. I, Man, I hope, we've, we've had, had Halloween, we've had Thanksgiving, we've had, we've had Christmas, Christmas, we've had, we've had, had my New birthday. We've had your birthday, we've had my half birthday. You've gone on a keto diet and screwed up the keto diet all in this la- all in this time. That is outrageous. I mean, the amount of things that have taken place since the last time we did this is just outrageous. A lot so, of things happening. So obviously, there's no way to give each and every person their, you know, their time to shine on biggest L, biggest dub. A lot of L's have been taken, and a lot of dubs have have been made over these last few months. I'm here to to give you a couple of highlights, a couple of recent ones. Did you as pick well. the best one? I, I would, I would like to ones. think so. I like to think so. Um, I basically, you know, if this is your first time in biggest L, biggest dub, not surprised because it's been forever. Welcome. It's a it's a honor and a pleasure to have you here with us this is basically my segment to scour the earth and find the people who have really screwed things up and and also give praise to the ones who have just taken the world by the balls and i like to call it getting a dub so we always start a little bit sad with the biggest l honorable mentions now not always sad but yeah it's true i mean it's actually the best it's usually the best part yeah Wow, actually, I think we have um, something we need to just bring up. What, some perennials? Is Hugh Freeze still a perennial biggest L-taker? That because is a great question. Because he got himself a job. Yeah, it's a great question. And uh, I've been thinking on it for months now. As you can tell, we've had Hugh? a long time. Hugh is officially off the perennial L taking list. And what did he do? Just incredible. Well, Hugh back, I mean, geez, it's been a couple of years now. All right. So Hugh's the changed man, I would like to think. But yeah, when he was the head coach at Ole Miss, uh, yeah, that's a college program. He's still not there? No. No, oh, he's not. I thought that all Hugh was still there. No, he had a little slip up in Tampa Bay. Listen, we all have. We've all Tampa. been to Tampa. Yeah, we've oh, all dialed that up. prostitution deal. Yeah, we've all dialed up yeah, the old prostitute. I forgot now, about his, that. His issue was he was rocking with the old Ole Miss business cellular. Uh, yeah. yeah, you've always got to get the dump phone. I mean, come on. It's a rookie mistake. Big time rookie mistake. You made it. And Maybe he thought the school was going to pay for it like yeah. they did everything else. Yeah, that's true. Just put it on the school's tab. Put it on the tab. You know, we got plenty of money to go around. Obviously, I mean, players are getting it. Everybody's getting it. So it's just a beautiful thing. NCAA is just awesome. Um, and so, yeah, he he got caught. No surprise. And that sent him to the perennial L taking list. And he was taking it. I mean, that was I mean, that was two years running. I mean, he's been guy. the favorite. Yeah. This segment was really made for one Hugh Freeze. Yeah, honestly, he might have been the reason why this segment was created. 
And so it is sort of a sad moment to see him go. Him but I and am proud of him. Christopher Forrester. Of course, Christopher Forrester. And we'll get to him here in a second. But Hugh is officially off because he is now newly the head football coach at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Liberty. Your parents went to Liberty, huh? They just so happened mm. to graduate from Liberty University. My parents did. And uh, it's a Christian school. So it's great that Hugh is getting in there and he's obviously yeah he's found him and it's about time Hugh we thought you were there this whole time you always had your bible in your right hand playbook in the left still dying up the old prosties so uh, hopefully that's not happening anymore I think it is but congrats to you Hugh you are officially off here bud but I got my eye on you Hugh I got got my eye on you you're not free for good we're keeping tabs Hugh absolutely um, no running off. Stay in the country. You are one phone call away, brother, from being right back on here. And you know what kind of phone call that is. Now, the other perennial L-taker is Mr. Christopher Forster, mm. the previously mentioned. How high we get together. The former Miami Dolphins offensive line coach with an emphasis on line. This dude was, yeah, videoing himself, snorting a white powdery substance. Yes. Uh, and he actually sent that video, believe it or not to a beautiful little escort over there in Vegas. Bab's ex-girlfriend, to be precise. Yeah, Bab Bab had a little rendezvous with her. He sure did. Uh, shout out to you, Bab. R.I.P. Girl Collection. Man, you run that place. And so Christopher Forster, that ended up hitting the tweeter, and that thing blew up. Oh, by the way, the desk in which he was snorting that white powdery substance off of was his desk at the Dolphins facility. Mm. So really just, you know... Not the desk to do it on. No, you're asking to be fired. Hey, Ben. Miss you. Thinking about you. How about me going to a meeting and doing this before I go? There's those big grains falling, but I miss you. I miss you a lot. be a while before we can do this again because I know you're going to keep that baby but I think about you when I do it I think about how much I miss you how high we got together how much fun it was so much fun the last little bit before I go to my meeting is that fucked up yet? you think? I think not I wish I was looking this so Chris is actually believe it or not Still a perennial L taker. Yeah, he's on the list. He hasn't really done the necessary things uh, to get himself there, though I I do know that he's been working on himself. I will give him that. Like, this guy's been grinding. Like, physically, he's he's looking good? Yeah, I I can't say that. I don't know if that's actually possible. No keto for him. Um, But he has been hitting the rehabilitations. So, you know, Godspeed to him. Hopefully he's off the list. You know, Hugh, is a he's an inspiration now for Chris, I I would like to imagine. So we'll see, but for the time being, Chris, Mr. DeFerster, you are, you remain here. All right? So now we get to the currents. This is exciting. Let's head over to ESPN. Dun, dun, Who's dun, taking an L on ESPN, you ask? Oh, well, Jason Witten. Former ESPN now, Adnan Verk. I actually like that. Adnan? They got rid of Adnan? Fired. What? Shit canned, brother. Really? Yeah, this what wasn't a in, mutual thing. What could Adnan have done? Allegedly. I felt like he was on the up and up there. This was last week. He was fired for allegedly leaking info to the press. 
Ooh, what kind of info? I'm not totally sure, um, uh, but it was something probably in regards to ESPN. I don't know if it was about programming or what the deal was. That's got to be scary. That's probably so easy to accidentally leak. Yeah, and it's it was confidential. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Geez. And supposedly it happened where he he was not a part of a particular meeting, so he called somebody who was and asked pretty specific questions. Adnan did. Uh, about it to get some things from it and then before they knew it like deadspin or somebody had all that information that he had just basically asked for so, it was, so that was, this was sort a of the meeting where he just wasn't invited to yeah i'm not i'm not 100 sure he was on just, the just missed it yeah because I, I, yeah. i'm interested now if espn said in the meeting hey don't say this and he just wasn't there for it does that is that an out for him or yeah. if he just wasn't included in this meeting anyway and he just knew it took place and he wanted to go ahead and get some info then yeah, shady activities, Adnan. Come on. Well, if you ask ESPN, they would say it was uh, confidential. Mm. So he should have known better, and now he is losing out on his seven-figure deal. Seven figures? That he had. No way, really? Seven figs for my boy Adnan. Dude, what are we doing wrong? Just swept right under the rug. Holy I know, cow. we've been in the six figures for so long now, and it's just frustrating. I'll be honest with you. We're, like, stalemated at this, you know, 99999 situation, and, and we're just trying to get over that hump. Uh, but I does think yours have a negative in front of it like I mine think, does? I think, we're, <laughs> I think we're on our way. But poor Adnan is no longer the uh, multi-figure uh, man I that bet he Fox once was. picks him up pretty quick. Yeah, I think he's on a one-way ticket to Fox. And it's a shame because I like that, man. And, uh, well, yeah, you can well, still watch him on Fox just so, you, just so you know. Well, he's gone. He will be uh, – he's suing ESPN, by the way. Okay, so, so maybe there is something to – Yeah. Hey, I just didn't attend that meeting that day. I didn't know this was confidential. Yep. I want to know what I missed out on, and the person that told me didn't specify, hey, don't tell, tell this to anybody. So maybe he does think this was a wrongful firing. You should be his lawyer. I could very well be. My family's always said you should have gone into law. I just don't have the brain power or brain power to do that. And you're like, why the hell would I do that and make so little money when I can come here and ball hard? Yeah. In the safe space. Um, all right. That's uh, so that's our first honorable mention. Okay, that's a good one. Congratulations, Adnan. Adnan. All right, now we head to Massachusetts. Ooh, UMass. Where my good friend Don Lutz Jr. is taking an L. Uh, is it, what's his name, because, Don Lutz Jr.? Not necessarily because he died. What? No, that did happen. He was 80 years old. Oh. Okay, so, okay, so it was, it was about his time. 80, you know, like, yeah. listen, we can't all be Gilbrand. Look, if right? we make it to 80, be happy. Jesus, Don. Now, fuck off, Gilbrand. Uh, but the reason why he's taking the L is because back in March of 1947, Don Lutz found a what ended up being a very rare penny in his lunch change at the school cafeteria. And uh, he didn't know it, but that penny ended up being worth $1.7 million. How is a penny worth $1.7 million? That is a fantastic question, and here is why. The penny ended up being one of the rare 1943 pennies that was one of 20 that was accidentally minted on copper and not steel. Uh, and so in, in 1943, pennies were made of, like, a zinc-coated steel to preserve the copper, but they accidentally made 20 that were out of this copper. So that, that made them extremely rare, and they ended up somehow getting circulated out, and so they were just out there, and they didn't know who had them. 
and no one really knew. I mean, this kid just kept the penny for no freaking reason. That's I mean, crazy that he kept that penny. Damn it, Don. And so there, uh, Sarah Miller uh, told Fox News, she's of the Heritage Auctions, uh, she says, quote, this is the most famous error coin in American numismatics, which I have no idea what that numismatics. means. Numismatics. We learned a new word today, kids. Numismatics. I'll get the definition for you here. Actually, can you can you work I'll on the get definition it. I love for me, definitioning. This is almost as good as when we had to do, uh, what was it? Oh, the, uh, the reverse Blumpkin? The Blumpkin. All right. Hey, let me go ahead and just reread this quote here. I was rudely interrupted. Oh, quote: "This is the most famous error coin in American numismatics, and that's what makes this so exciting. This is exciting, Walchuck, for everybody except for Don Luch Jr. So, um, it's just it's just a total shame. Don passes away and didn't know that he had almost two million dollars sitting on his dresser." in the form of a beaten-up old copper penny from 1943. Well, does he not have any family that can go ahead and claim this penny for themselves? I did not get word on that. There was some... They did an auction. Like, it was going... Like, it was It was said that it was going to an auction. And um, so, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if he had no family. I think that would make this L even larger that for sucks. him. I found um, out but, what numismatics is. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. give it to me. It's the study or collection. Numismatics. Spell it. N U M I S M A T I C S. Numismatics. Nice. Is the study or collection of currency, including coins, tokens, paper money, and related objects. And if you'd like to hear that in a sentence, this is the most famous error coin in American numismatics, and that's what makes this so exciting. Incredible. Goodness gracious, man. We just get so much smarter sometimes in here. $1.7 million. Man, I'm going to go through all my pennies. Emphasis on sometimes. Yeah. Basic, check your pennies, people. Check your bleeping pennies. Not your pennies, your pennies. Because if, if you got some copper, you are in for a million-dollar treat, my friend. So, sorry, Don Lutz Jr. You are a honorable L taker, RIP, brother. Rip. All right, we move on. Here's this. Check this headline out. What do you think? Love a good headline. Ex-NFLer Tony Beckham breaks. on the head. I mean, Jesus. Uh, in the middle of a headline, ex-NFLer Tony Beckham breaks man's face for allegedly masturbating near his daughter's window. Excuse me? Yeah. I'm clicking on that story. Now, granted, I've never heard of Tony Beckham. I wish this was Odell Beckham and not Tony Beckham. Well, I first thought riding. David, and I thought football meant an ex-NFLer. But when you said NFLer, <laughs> Tony Beckham, I want to say this guy played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, that's a great he, – he, he had a decently long – it was like five years. Actually, you might have to look that up because I don't think I have. I'm going to look it up. I, right, I'm going to place a nosebleed seats bet. I'll bet you a Reese is from the vending machine. Okay, that he played that he at played some point for the Jags. for the Jacksonville Jaguars in a game or just maybe practiced for a no day? for the team. I think in a game. Okay, he was he was in a game for the Jags. I, I'm not sure. I know he played for about five years and he had a total of one interception. Maybe that interception was for the Jaguars. Ah, oh, crap! It wasn't. Nice Reese's for me. The awesome thing about that bet was since you're on the keto diet. 
uh, you weren't going to be able to win that either way. That's very true. So that's kind of a win-win for now, me. Now, I just want to make sure the spelling of this is correct. Tony uh, Beckham is B-E-C-K-H-A-M. Yes, sir. <clears throat> All right, so the former DB was a, yeah, uh, was a oh, corner. He was drafted by the Titans. I do drafted have that Drafted by here. the Titans. He played for the Titans from 02 to 05, and then the Lions in 2007 was the last team he played for. So the guy taking an L here is Jeffrey Cassidy. And I can tell Jeffrey is just a complete ass douche cock by the well, way he Well, he was spells, rubbing it. By the way he spells his first name. Okay. Jeffrey with a G. Oh, God. Geo Jeffrey. The G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. Joffrey? Like, get the like Game F-F of Thrones out of Joffrey? Here, you freaking schmuck. Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Joffrey Cassidy. It's Joffrey. Gosh, you suck. He's a Joffrey. Ah, gosh, I hate Joffreys. Yeah, and so just by, as soon as I saw his name, I knew this guy was a bleep hole, and then you find out that he was, you know, pulling the old. Bleeping, trying to get out of his bleep hole. Yeah, what? messing this, with his, uh, well, you know. Right outside 15-year-old daughter's window. Oh, this is a petty. Yeah, so... Although you don't know how old these girls are these days. Tony B... Not to say it's okay. Tony B saw the dude with his hands in his pants in the bushes next to his daughter's window. Oh, no way. And he just went after him and completely dominated this dude. Well, rightly so. Good for him. The police say that Tony ended up chasing the guy 50 feet from his house and proceeded to smash the guy up bad breaking his face in a couple different places. So, Jeffrey with a so G. he almost killed the guy. Yeah, almost killed the guy. Uh, and rightfully so. 48-year-old Jeffrey with a G. Joffrey. Uh, was Prick. booked for lewd and lascivious, not sure, lascivious exhibition in the presence of a child. If convicted on this, he will face 15 years in prison. He is being held in Palm Beach County Jail on $1,500 bond. Uh, and no surprise, this is a Florida man situation as he is at the Palm Beach County Jail. Unbelievable. What happened to Tony? Tony good now? Is he free? Uh, Tony's good. Yeah, I think his hand's okay. Everything's good. I'm sure a policeman is not going to get upset for a guy protecting his daughter from a weird, goofy, bleep face named Jeffrey with a G. Joffrey. Like, I'm sure the police are just going to say, yep, let's. Uh, this is... Read them and weep, my boy. Yeah, it's a real bad. This is a quick one. Yeah, honey, I'll be home for dinner. Don't you worry. Wrap this up real quick. Send Jeffrey with a G out the freaking jail real quick. I'll be right back. All right. Uh, you ready for the winner? Of course. Of course. GG Woo. What? 36 years old. What's up with the G's tonight? Also known as the Bikini Hiker. She is the biggest L of... The last few months. Really? So a bikini hiker is the biggest deal because you tell me there's a bikini hiker. I'm saying, where can I find her? Yeah. Well, she, this girl, she she became, she's a climber who became famous for basically I taking photos climber. of herself on top of mountains wearing just a bikini. Uh, problem is she just died after falling into a ravine in Whoa. Taiwan. Holy cow. Yeah. Taiwanian devil. This Was girl. she attractive? Uh, I would, I would say yes. Uh, Gigi Wu was uh, in the attractive range uh, from the neck down in particular. So she was climbing one of these mountains. Yes, and doing her thing, to do Instagram her, and know, selfies at the top. Right, you know, I made wow. it. So she did make it to the top every single time. She did not this time. This time she, made she it, didn't. She made it. She made it. She made it to the bottom. <laughs> That's for sure. Started from the bottom. Now we here. Yeah. Well, now she's at the bottom of her ravine. 
Uh, so well, not anymore. I'm sure they got her out. That's true. That's true. They used Hopefully a satellite. They, found the body. they used a satellite phone, uh, or she did, I guess, after she shuff, suffered the injuries from the fall. But she ended up she ended up dying because the temperatures plummeted. So it was ended up being hypothermia that got her. No way. She fell, broke she all survived her stuff, the fall. Couldn't obviously move. Oh and no! And then froze. Um, in the mountain. You know, that's a problem. We got to get people out there to rescue her faster. Come yeah, on. I would like to think so. She uses a satellite phone. She's reaching, for, she's calling for help. Somebody get your ass out there and save the bikini girl. Yeah, like, geez, how, how can you fall from a Taiwan mountain into a Taiwan ravine and still have enough wherewithal to stay composed and make the satellite call? This girl should be able to have a film made after her with a happy ending, but our freaking rescue system there sucked so well, that was, bad. That, well, that's not American. I, th- I would like to think if this was American. We're all she little would, Taiwanese, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, deep down, you're right. Jeez. You're right. So it is us. It it's, is our, it's our own yeah. damn fault. Yeah, look in the mirror. Gosh, that makes me feel bad. I feel so bad. I should have been out there. 36 years old, Gigi Woo. Gigi, I'm so sorry. We should still be liking those pics on Instagram. Mm, those pics. We always, we'll always have Taiwan. R.I.P. Gigi Woo. Bottom line is, girl, you're taking the biggest L of, well, since October 2nd. Let's get happy, people. Damn it. Favorite part of the L winners. Let's head to Fort Bend County, Texas. Uh, The sheriff's office is where we find a drunken Vince Young. Vince Young. Suicide doors. (laughs) Is this before or after Cheesecake Factory? This is long after, my friend. This is at 4.30 in the morning. Jeez, so he had a nice night of Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, what is now Monday. Out. It was Sunday turned into Monday. I mean, I think they only closed. They closed at, what, 11? Listen, Vince got himself a nice Sunday morning church service in before he went and had the time of his life Sunday night into Monday morning. Give the guy a bleeping break. Jeez. Uh, yeah, DWI for Vince. And it wasn't in Austin, huh? And you ask yourself, wait. We're supposed to be getting happy. This is biggest dub. Why are you giving Vince a dub? Yeah. You know, that's a great question to ask. Jeez. Here's the reason why. What are you doing? He's out on $500 bond, and all he got is just over a year of probation that'll probably end up getting worked down. So this dude was drunk as hell. I mean, according to the sheriff, the deputy noticed slurred speech and a strong smell of alcohol. He flunked every sobriety test they gave him. So, uh, DWI. Well, Vince, where was he arrested? Where was this? Fort Bend County. So, this was a beer situation. This was just a lot of beer. Yeah. Fort uh, Bend County. Fort just Bend a County. Lot of you know, beer. 500 bucks, though. You're kind of a local hero. Dude, 500 bucks, man. Are you kidding me? For him, that could be a lot of money right now. <laughs> well, he did go bankrupt. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Are you saying that maybe this should be an honorable mention, L? Potentially. It's 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 more of an L than a win. But you 500 think? bucks at least he's, I'm he's like, able bro, to get himself out. I'm like, 500 bucks in and out? I thought he's on the Longhorn Network. I thought he always had a spot on the Longhorn he Network. He does. He does. You know, so you're right. I mean, he's probably able to afford that easily. I'm sure he That's can. kind of ridiculous for a DUI. And listen, if anybody's bounced back, it's Vince Young. I mean, come on. He rode around with suicide doors on his car for a while. Mm-hmm. Now look at him. Jeez, we why? Having himself a, I mean, yeah, for a Sunday night, you know. I don't know about you. Unless I'm in Miami, I'm not doing a ton of partying on Sunday night. You know, my Monday morning, I'm usually trying to wake up, you know, relatively refreshed. 
Yeah, I don't do a ton of Sunday night partying either. Maybe just a case of the Sunday scaries, and he was just like, bleep this, dude. I'm going hard. Sunday scaries? What, have you never heard of Sunday scaries? What the hell are the Sunday scaries? Really? You've never heard of the Sunday scaries? No, what are the Sunday scaries? Everybody gets the Sunday scaries, especially when it's not during football season. Um, But basically what it is is on Sunday you get a little bit scared because you know the weekend's over and tomorrow starts the bleep of the week, and that's Monday. So... The Sunday, that's what that feeling is. The Sunday scaries. It's, it's called the Sunday scaries. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So sometimes you I almost live in a, a in, a, in a constant Sunday scary. Yeah. No, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. And then eventually you'll act out like Vince Young does. You find yourself having Sunday scaries in Fort Bend well, County. Hopefully, if I Listen, do, things aren't going get well one. for you. you I'll know? have a five hundred dollars Sunday scary bond. All right, uh, let's get happier. Because I don't think that started that off one didn't on get great. me too happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, this is gonna choice. get happy. I got. I, here's here's a word. Here's one word that'll get Walchuk from six to midnight in no time. Donuts. Tony Romo. Oh, oh, oh I'm torqued. The New York Post's Andrew Marchin reported just weeks ago that CBS, the network, is quote prepared to give Romo a substantial raise. End quote. You. Lucky mofo, Tony, but you earned it, you dimply, sexy mofo. He's got one year left on his deal. He already earns $4 million a year. Oh, wow. Let me re-say what I just said, which is that they're prepared to give him a substantial raise. You think that means double? From $4 million, that seems pretty close to double. Like, a substantial, when you're talking millions here, I'm thinking from four, at least from four to six minimum. That's like as minimum as it gets. For going and watching a football game every week and giving your analysis on it. And there are some other things to go into it. You got to get there, I think, probably Thursday, Friday. You meet with the teams. You go watch a practice. You eat a good meal. You hang out with your crew, with Jim. And you're getting six mil a year for it. Oh, and oh, by the way, that's just what six months out of the year. And the best part is, you don't even have to go buy yourself a bunch of expensive tailored suits because CBS is giving you the stiff starch CBS jacket that Vern Lundquist was wearing for the last twenty years. And I do love Vern. I mean, you save yourself a quick buck not having to put on a brand new suit each and every sixteen weeks out of the year. That starts to add up. Well, he also made quite a substantial amount playing quarterback for the Dallas Bleepin' Cowboys. And that's also an accurate statement. And I think the Cowboys have been paying him up until maybe this coming season. Yeah, a lot of that dead money. A lot of that dead money, but uh, it's keeping Romo Good for alive. you, Tone. Keep it going, brother. Yep, absolutely. Uh, let's get a little bit happier. Here we go. Chipotle is getting into the drive through business. No freaking way. Yep, hold your applause. Uh, oh, yes. As this of is, Wednesday. We're all winning here. This is for us. As of Wednesday, CEO Brian Nicole. I want to be him. He said on a call with investors that they plan to, quote, open a few dozen more. They've already opened 10. Chipotle lanes is what they're calling them. Chipotle lanes. I think that's adorable. I think it's adorable, fascinating, and I want one near me. That makes me want to go to Chipotle even more just so I can say I ran through the Chipotle lane, grabbed my Chipotle, went home, and enjoyed my meal. Thanks to the Chipotle lane, it only took me about five minutes. Uh, They're incredibly easy. Now, here's the thing about them, though. They're trying to make this as fast as possible, so it's only like 
app orders and online orders. So you go on your app, you place the order, and then boom. Like, you can't just pull up willy-nilly off the street and do Okay, so thing. it's not like I, I pull up and I order, hey, what do you want? Welcome to Chipotle. What can we get for you today? I'll take a bowl with blah, 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 blah. Yes. Like, okay. you have to know in advance. You went on the app. You diligently went there, boom, so that you knew as soon as I go. You could probably pay through the app, so you go. It's literally a handoff. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like it's it's a glorified little pitch. You know, we're just flipping it out to you. Well, that's right. right through the window. Now, boom. Head home. Eat that thing, hopefully in under 10 minutes. I'll still order on the app, and I'll walk up there and awkwardly stand waiting while other people are going through the line and paying, and I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick up a f- an online order. See, and that's the thing, and I can see the snobbiness because I'm the guy that just gets it through the line. I just walk through. And I get both ways because I've been both, and I'm like, you yeah. lazy. Why, why didn't you know? both ways. Yeah. I, well, for For you. Uh, so San Antonio has one right now. It's the closest one near us, but they have 10 around the world. Well, so I'm going to have to uh, drive to San Antonio. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome stuff. If you like Chipotle, you're going to get it even quicker. All right. Let's get super happy. Who are we getting super happy for? Our biggest dub since October 2nd is Mackenzie Bezos. Mackenzie Bezos. Wife, or should I say former oh, wife of Amazon CEO Jeff. Bezos, a.k.a. the richest man in the world. Or is he? Because he was. He he is not. Because Jeff was banging Miss uh, Lauren Sanchez. Jeff was banging Lauren Sanchez. This right here is my sway. Sway. And now they're getting a divorce, him and and McKenzie. Wasn't Mrs. Sanchez also his quote-unquote best friend's wife? Uh, that was a friend. Uh, yes, that was a, a friend. So, well, I'm sure Mrs. Sanchez was extremely attractive. One, you never condone cheating. But yep. two, it's also your best friend's wife. I won't know. I don't know if best friend is is right. Well, because I but... heard the story coming out. I didn't know you were doing this for this, but uh, this came out a month ago, maybe, maybe even more. And at the time that news was coming out, I had heard from at least one outlet that it was his. Friend's wife. Now it could be a game of telephone. Did you double source it? I didn't double source it. Jesus, make us look like a bunch of unprofessional. Well, it's like freaks. I'm not going to get a double wrap in my Chipotle lane. I won't either, to be honest. Anyways, Mackenzie, this lucky lady, she's divorcing Jeff, the bald eagle himself, and she is going to get half of his. $137 billion fortune. Billion dollars. Because there was no prenuptial agreement. They got married back in the early 90s before Jeff was anything. He Dumb was ass. just, uh, you know, he was your run-of-the-mill business guy. Well, you know what? At least she was, she'd was. she been there, and she was the steady right hand to yeah. guide him through all of this, so she's entitled. Amen. I agree. I agree. Good for her. Get your money if he's going to go, you know, dip his pen in You're a jerk, Jeff. friendly ink. Then that's on you. You know, Jeff, you're still the seventh richest person in the world tied with uh, your ex-wife, Mackenzie Bezos. Congratulations. Um, You guys both are $67 billion in the bank. Equality. I love it. America. Um, So congratulations to Mackenzie Bezos. I could have given the L to Jeff, but I figured, you know, let's look at this glass half full. No, Mackenzie, you're winning here. You are swimming in cash, You got rid of a jerk. She's already gotten hit up by so many people on Twitter. Todd Gurley, I'm not even sure exactly what he said, but he shot his shot with her as sort of a tongue-in-cheek, jokey joke. Like, hey, like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Should I slide into them DMs? Like, damn, but now Mackenzie's about to get a prenup to whoever she marries next. Oh, but she, she could go running through some serious, serious premium top like ten percent dick right now. Like she really could. 
If she wanted to. If she wanted to. And she'll buy dinner. You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she'll buy dinner. Mackenzie, I'll at your boy. Seventh richest person. Not woman. Seventh richest person in the world. Good for you. Tied with her ex-husband, of course, Jeff. Oh, of course. Just a tie. 7A and 7B. The good thing about this, Jeff, though, is he spells it with a J. With a J. And that, at the end of the day, you're always going to have my respect. You're not a Joff. You're a Jeff. So, Mackenzie Bezos, you are the biggest dub since October 2nd. Winning. Woohoo! Hey, good for you. That was good. I like that. I like your choices. I like your choices. Not bad. It's been a while, man. Sorry yeah. for the rust. I mean, clearly there was some rust. No, in I there. mean, really, the only thing that was a bit odd was the Vince Young one. Um, uh, yeah, borderline. I hear borderline. you. Borderline. Yeah, that was probably that was a judgment call by me, and I think I I think I went a little left there. Little left should have been right. I like when it hangs right. Always have. And that is biggest dub, biggest dub on the Nosebleed Seats podcast with Zach Wolchuk and Eric Chia. Follow as always. Subscribe. Hit us up on iTunes. Blog Talk Radio, rate us five stars on our social medias, the Twitters, the Instas, the Facebook. And be sure to check us out every Tuesday. We have a football-only podcast from the Pro Football Network. So not only listen to it on our iTunes, we get those numbers up at the Pro Football Network. Follow them, subscribe to them. Our podcast will pop up there. Listen there so we get double the numbers and we can all take over the world together. Like, seriously, the subscribing, the five-star rating is huge. It takes two seconds, and it means the world to us. Thank you. I love you. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Come, boys. How high we got together.